Okay, I'm hitting record. I'm starting record. Good day, good day, good day, good day. Good morning. How's it going? Uh, well, actually, I I even played some games recently. Yeah, I I saw that, and I I, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I don't I don't set myself up for uh, the best of expectations, but uh, yeah, um, uh, I I cut back on sleep. Um, as one should snuck, yes snuck in a little bit of uh game time so we're we're like uh totally uh exactly the the problem that china has with people playing video games we're, we're just like playing it at hours we shouldn't and to the detriment of the rest of our lives <laughs> at hours we shouldn't yeah yes. um o i opium. mean I, I i'm managing to stay within the law i'm sure. okay okay yeah what it was it three hours a a week uh, for kids, it's uh, an hour, I believe, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and no other time throughout the rest of the week. So you couldn't you couldn't bunch those up into one session. No, it's oh, an man. hour. That would be, <laughs> be rough. You're like at the boss, and you need to stop. Like they should they should allow for a little bit of uh, uh, I don't know uh, batching or something. Like yeah, store it up over a, a few weeks. Oh, that that's actually curious. So. Uh, yeah, so for anyone who is listening that isn't aware of the conversation we were already having, uh, uh, China has uh, decided to make it more difficult for youth to play video games. Um, and we, we were discussing how they're going to implement that because I think Tencent is looking at facial recognition. But I, I'm suddenly very curious if we're going to see like a resurgence of people playing like Sega Genesis games and stuff. I was just going to say, you <laughs> stick with uh, with the classics and uh, you won't have any problems. To my knowledge, um, I, I, I don't want to, maybe this is a totally incorrect statement. I don't think uh, video games flourished in China until relatively recently. Like, I don't think there's an abundance of like, you know, like mom and dad aren't holding on to their Super Nintendos from, from whatever thirty years ago. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know. Um, I was always under the impression that that most of the the pirated games were coming from China. I think they were coming from Taiwan and from Hong Kong. Okay. Which I'm not sure. I don't believe this rule. I don't know. And I, I, I don't know if. You tell me. I guess you're reading the article right now. No, uh, I don't believe that Taiwan or Hong Kong currently are under under the rule. I mean, I'm I'm seeing that uh, uh, video games in China on Wikipedia.org uh, revenues from China make up around 25 percent of nearly the hundred dollar billion U.S. video game industry as of 2018. Um, but I don't know yeah. if they're all just playing like Clash of Clans or or what. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen that statistic a few times. It's been a thing, right? Like people are, are um, trying to figure out how to uh, appeal to Chinese audiences because of the uh, massive growth in the last few years. I, I think it's, isn't it either the largest or second largest video game market now? I actually don't know. But I like when, when we were young, I don't think that was the case at all. I th No. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just skimming this. I, I, I probably should have done my research ages ago because this is an important topic for <laughs> for everyone um um apparently uh i'm probably gonna butcher pronunciation of any uh chinese words and, and names that i read but the uh, um, china was in the midst of a major political and economic reform following the death of mao zedong in 1976 mm -hmm. so at that point uh according to wikipedia they were technologically behind much of the rest of the world in terms of its media uh, and as such, they saw little of arcade games uh, in the first generation of consoles. There was a video game crash in 83, uh, which uh, I guess was Atari's fault for making such frequently bad games. Uh, allowing such <laughs> bad games. Yeah. Uh, so Japan became the dominant factor in the global market. Um, by this point, China's economy had significantly improved and Japan started to make uh, headway into selling consoles into China. But uh, China implemented a big tariff on all this stuff, uh, so uh, it was expensive, and I guess that caused a gray market of uh, video game clones. Um, uh, sounds sounds yeah sounds right. I mean, I I'm certain that these uh, like both the actual system as well as like pirated games definitely flourished in Hong Kong and Taiwan. Yeah, uh, I was under the impression that that was not the case for I mean China, but I don't know. 
So, so it, it seems that by the 90s, most of the video game stuff in China was manufactured there and, and largely yeah. pirated. Um, it's, like, uh, it's like if you look at, uh, there's a similar thing with, I believe, Russia. Have you yeah. seen that kind of thing? Yeah, they, they kind of, I mean, they were, they were very closed off, yeah. I believe, from the rest of the world for a long time. And so they, uh, they kind of had their own um, interesting divergent branch of uh, video game history for a while. Yeah, I I know that was a big thing in Brazil too. Like they were still importing PS2s for a really long time, but the games themselves tended to be pirated. Yeah, uh, and I think the non-pirated games were like massively expensive there. I so so I wasn't aware. Uh, like um, I heard this summer, China politicians were declaring video games as digital opium, but yeah, apparently, so. apparently in the '90s they were already calling it digital heroin. <laughs> so 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 there's been uh, a lot of anger apparently from chinese people um i guess uh video games were noted to detract students from schoolwork leaving them unprepared to enter china's college system the situation was partially created by china's one child policy with siblingless children having very few others to interact with and little to do outside school so the anti-addiction facet also discouraged foreign companies from trying to break into the chinese market um so I, so I guess in the 2000 to 2015 era, there was actually like a ban on consoles. Uh, yeah, I kind of remember something. I thought like Switch was the first like official, official Nintendo release in China or something. I, I, obviously, I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I didn't come prepared to talk about this. Yeah, no, I didn't um, either. I didn't yeah. either. Uh, it's, yeah. it's just funny. Uh, but yeah, the, I, I guess... I guess, given that the ban wasn't happening until the 2000s, that does mean that the, they probably have some Sega Genesis's lying around. <laughs> well, perhaps uh, some some connoisseurs have uh, imported them in. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, we, now there's going to be a hot import import market, right? Or maybe yeah. I guess you'd have to you'd have to sneak them in. The, well, there will definitely be a hot import market after we finish today's podcast. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall see. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so I've, I've mentioned Genesis specifically a couple times. I'm, I, I, I'm hoping it's sunken for you at least why, uh, but, but for any of the, the, the audience members who are eagerly on the edge of their seats awaiting uh, the, the, the topic of dis- today's discourse, Castlevania Bloodlines. Yes. Yes. So we both sat down and played this game. Uh, I actually, we did this a few times before, just once. I don't remember. Did we ever talk about, uh. Like, so no. we played through, um, yeah, I don't know if we talked about it in the podcast. We played through uh, Twilight Princess and Shadow, uh, sorry, uh, Cyber Shadow as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's fun kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, as a, as a pandemic activity to kind of co-game or, or whatever you want to call it. Play yeah. the same game. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know about you. For a very long time, this particular Castlevania game was one I had skipped. Yeah. Um, yeah, and not not for any reason other than just accessibility like you know it was the genesis one and uh i had friends with genesis mm-hmm. but it wasn't my system and i just kind of never went back and picked it up uh, and so i'd been meaning to for a long time so uh, it was a, a timely uh playthrough yeah for me it was like when i was a kid i remember um before i moved to drill uh there was so i guess i must have been like eight or nine or something i don't know mm-hmm. um I remember seeing Castlevania Bloodlines for rent in the local gaming store, and uh, I was curious about it. But for whatever reason, the the Sega Genesis, my brother had really grappled onto that, and he was really into sports games. And so he kept renting sports games, and I kept being like, "Okay, well, I'm going to continue renting uh, Dragon Quest Four on the NES." Um, and and so I just never got around to renting it, and then I don't think I ever saw it in a store after I moved. So it just kind of disappeared, and it was something I always had in the back of my head as a curiosity, but just never gave it a shot. Well, what do you think? Uh, I liked it. Yeah, I, I I liked it a lot. I don't know. Um. Yeah, it's it's hard to know what my feelings would have been back in the day because I think this came out after Castlevania Four, and I think yeah. it, I think it was for the most part a better game. Really? Wow. Okay. Uh, I I think I think the ability to like whip onto things and hang off of it in Castlevania Four was a lot better. Yeah, but I think for the most part I I preferred this. Interesting, interesting. Uh, and and a large part of that I think was the music. The music that's very interesting. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, well, let me give my spin. Uh, I so I like the game, but I think Castlevania to me, anyway, sets a very high bar. Mm-hmm. And for me, overall, when I think of all Castlevania, I found this one to be honest, kind of unremarkable. <laughs> like, like it just felt like a straight like Castlevania without too much particularly memorable things about it. Well, that's that's kind of the thing about going backwards in time, I guess, is that I I feel like. Um... The, the modern benchmark of, of Symphony of the Night and everything that came after that is is they, they have their own like set of exploration rules and, and uh, backwards traversal and stuff that wasn't here. I think this would have been like the last Castlevania before that area era. Yeah, but I mean, I loved Castlevania 3. Like mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite games. Um, and I loved Castlevania 4. And so this was kind of five or six. Mm-hmm. And so coming off of those two, Again, I don't want to talk like I like the game actually. Mm-hmm. I just found it like you can feel progression when you play one and then you play two and now there's this crazy kind of like story exploration system and then you play mm-hmm. three and it's back to the style of one, but like it's the music is crazy and the 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 um atmosphere is really cool and the gameplay is really fun and you can switch characters and you play four and you can hang on the whip and et cetera, et cetera. And for this one it just felt less progressive in that sense. Yeah. Um I'm i I find it interesting to hear you call it the music. I liked the music. I just didn't like I, I guess I like Usually when I finish playing a Castlevania game, I have like three awesome tunes stuck mm-hmm. in my head. And this one, I was kind of like, if anything, I had the song from number four stuck in my head. Uh, well, they played it on the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so that's something that's interesting for me. So I'm, I'm going to just uh, attempt. Yeah. Uh, let me. Your sound no, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I leaned away from my microphone and cut yeah. off my sentence too. Uh, but <laughs> let's see. Is this working? Can, do, do we hear anything? Lightly, yeah. Lightly. Uh, I can just barely hear it over the sound of my kid rolling a marble across the floor. Yeah, yeah, this was the best song. This was the first level, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, So this is the first stage, and 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 I got to admit, I I had instant. Sega, se, well, well, I <laughs> I enjoyed the music, but I had the instant uh, Sega urge to vomit over yeah. over the sound quality, like. like I'm, that, uh... It's I'm, so Genesis. Right? It's it's so Genesis. I really don't like the bass sounds and the drum sounds on the Genesis. Like nobody like, does. Yeah. And 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 so I don't know. It, it was a great song, but then I had to look it up because I felt like yeah. Is it, oh, this is this is coming out of my phone and not my. Uh, for some reason, this is not coming out of my. Uh... I'm, I'm I'm really confused here. This is what happens well, when you set everything up yeah. minutes before setting. But but I feel like holding if, if this so this is the Fama Tracker using uh, VR six yeah VRC six like this is the same sound chip that was on uh, Castlevania three yeah and I I feel like it sounds so much better. You, 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 everything sounds right in Genesis. We're we're getting poor representation here because I'm listening to it. I I think that was going through my microphone instead of directly into my sound card. Uh, so <laughs> probably not the best representation of the sound. Uh, uh, the ki- kids screaming in the background. <laughs> it all it all adds to the the <laughs> supremely professional quality of we generally aspire to. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why this w- it won't work through my headphones all of a sudden. Well, that's that's uh, that's disappointing because I, I was I was really counting on that. Uh, it worked when I tested it earlier. That's how it always goes. Maybe kicking off the recording software messed it up. I hate when things work and then they stop working. I feel like uh, who who's that Fox News guy that's just like we'll do it live. Uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> do it live. <laughs> Okay. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna forget that. We, any future sounds that are coming through are gonna have to come through uh, through the, the the speaker on my phone into my microphone instead of directly. Um, like I said, professionalism uh, just dripping from the from the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I I like that song. I find Castlevania's. I don't know. They like to open with a stage with like just an awesome soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's like the first and last stages are always the best ones or something. It's it's a cool little pattern they do. Well, um, so so yeah. for me, like I'm I'm playing the first stage and I felt like that music was great. It it mm -hmm. it revi it reminded me of the first Castlevania and, and Symphony of the Night and like a little bit of yeah. like the the opening stage of Castlevania Four. Like it it mm -hmm. felt epic. I liked the stage itself. It also gave me that same vibe of like yeah. we're starting outside, just like we did in Castlevania Four, and then and then we're going underground where the merfolk are. We're fighting the yeah. the wolf in the hallway with the windows, like in Symphony of the Night. Like, yeah. Um. It and and so after I fought that wolf boss, I was kind of surprised. I thought that was the boss. And then the stage goes on. And <laughs> then the stage goes on. It's not. Uh, so so I I enjoyed continuing through the castle uh, like i felt some of the color schemes and stuff were really reminding me of going through the castle in castlevania one that's uh every castlevania's first stage is all about that i think it's like just to make you feel like yeah i'm playing a castlevania game like they throw in a few of the yeah. classic enemies they throw in all this like exactly what you're saying yeah yeah like that like there's a spot where you're upstairs and it's got like these blues and greens and there's like corpses yeah. hanging from the ceiling or whatever and I, and I totally felt like that was one of the later stages in castlevania one yeah. and then and then uh i think you exit that and then you hear this And I was just like, oh man, like, is this like Symphony of the Night? Are we about to just fight Dracula right away? Like, what's going on here? Uh, it, it felt it felt super nostalgic to me, that first stage. Awesome. Awesome. I feel like I've gone through, this is a weird thing to say, but like, like, okay, so, <laughs> slight digression. I remember I set up, or I went to my friend's house and uh, he had his uh, Nintendo set up and it was set up through like one of the um like it wasn't set up directly through uh the analog or i guess it was set up directly through the analog connectors and so it was like it was like skewed across the modern widescreen tv aspect ratio and mm -hmm. it was all like fuzzy and weird and i was just complaining about it and he was like you know i think it was always this bad you're just remembering it wrong what he said. <laughs> and i was like i've had my nintendo set up by my bed for 20 years <laughs> like i'm not remembering it wrong it's just kind of always been there right yeah um I don't know. I feel like Castlevania, I play them so regularly and I go back and play them. It's less about nostalgia. It's just like this constant injection into my veins or something. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it just felt very familiar and happy for me. I, I wouldn't quite be like, oh, I remember this uh, per se. It was more like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's this kind of thing. It was a lot of it's it's always fun to, to do that. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's a little different. I, I beat Castlevania one probably in 2005, 2006. And and. Uh, I think I played like the first stage of Castlevania three at some point since then, but I hadn't played any of the old Castlevanias in the meantime. So, gotcha. Yeah, I play. I I wouldn't quite say regularly. Like it's not like a thing, but I mean, I just I guess I've revisited the third one, especially a few times. Um, mm. The first one, I don't know when I beat it. I definitely mostly grew up with it, but I never beat it growing up. <laughs> growing mm. up. Um, yeah that games are <laughs> um speaking of that yeah actually i i found this game extremely easy and it was interesting yeah. talking to you because you, you we were looking at the version differences and i guess uh the, the one i was playing was the easier one yeah which makes sense i guess but like i yeah i just i just couldn't believe how easy it was like for a castlevania yeah i i no was problem really <laughs> i was really surprised when you said that it was easy because uh, yeah i'm playing the uh, american version that came with uh, the the sega genesis mini classic or mm -hmm. whatever it's called and i guess you're playing the japanese version and uh yeah you're saying it's easy and i'm just like dying so many times and <laughs> so angry at like I, I have a limited number of continues and... yeah that that continue thing and you said you were following in pits and stuff i i don't know i i've still well, gonna well that's because I, I had medusa heads and you didn't <laughs> So there is extra enemies. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the bosses, maybe the patterns are different or something, but I couldn't believe how easy the bosses were. Like, I, mean, I could generally beat them without getting hit because I'd figure out the pattern and maybe die once or twice. But then the third time or so, it's like, okay, well, like even death, like death was a combination of a few bosses. Yeah. De and death with the pattern down, yeah, death was surprisingly easy. And I don't know about you, but I even found Dracula easy at the end. I, I didn't. Uh, I found regular Dracula easy. I, I found uh, tough Dracula at the end to be a real bastard. But part of that for me was that, y you know, the bosses may have been easier, but the whole levels were harder and I yeah, had limited no, no. continues. So so I would get to the boss with one life and <laughs> and and partial health. And so I wouldn't have a chance to learn his pattern before I die. And because I had limited continues, instead of continuing, I entered in the password 
and restarted the level from scratch. Tedious. So uh, that sounds more frustrating than hard. I mean, well, it's hard. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I would have been like, I would have probably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, that's a fairly. Besides the uh, restriction in pass in continues, um, I guess it's fairly common that the password system works like that. And in Vampire Killer, the password brings you right to where you died. Like it's actually quite nice. Like yeah. I'd actually, I would have preferred it to be more difficult, but I like the password system bringing you right to like stage, you know, five eight or something. Oh, the 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 password brings me. You don't get a password when you die. You get a password when you start the level. So when you enter in your password, you start the level all over again. It's so weird. They with with however many lives you had, right? Yeah. I had made a comment. I don't, like, I, I always hate it when they localize games differently. Yeah. And it's like they take the original version and change it around. But when you look at it, they released it worldwide at pretty much the same time. So it's almost like yeah. they just kind of, like, in real time said, well, let's change this version so it works this way because that's, I guess, that's supposed to suit, like, they thought that would suit the market better or something. I, I don't know. It's, I wonder what the motivation to do that was. Yeah, I... I... I don't know, but but it was it was distinctly a more difficult game. Like there's there's For you. I I got knocked into pits frequently, and like I said, I would I would get to the boss, and it took me several times. Yeah. So I mean, level stage one was fine. I felt great with that. I finished the level with more lives than I began with. Um, stage two also wasn't bad, and and so stage two also uh, it began with nostalgia for me because like the the music. Yeah. I don't know if you recognized it. Did you recognize it? It sounds just like the uh, um, Game Boy Advance one to me. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, that yeah. was in Circle of the Moon. So yeah. so when I heard that immediately, like the, so, this was the first yeah, game. This is before Circle of the Moon too. Yeah. Um, oh man, why didn't I think to write down the musician's name? I'm so bad with names. It's uh, Yamane-san. Uh, same musician as all the GBA ones, and I think the later, yeah, the later uh, Castlevanias. Yeah. But this was her first Castlevania game that she worked on. This one, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, she she expressed that like she probably would have done stuff differently. Like she wasn't familiar with the Sega Genesis sound capabilities and whatnot. She was like really worked uh, rushed to do this, but this was her first Castlevania game. So she like really went back and and tried to get stuff that fit with the old sounds but like you can totally tell that a lot of what she's doing here is is the same sound for the rest of the the series like the, the this, series <laughs> like rushed out the sound for the rest of the series well it's like you can tell the style here that is what evolved into symphony of the night and, and circle yeah. of the moon and stuff and it, so i don't know i found that i i didn't recognize it at first but i it it felt like it belonged it felt like i was playing a castlevania game i felt very cool and i don't know maybe Maybe I'm enjoying it more going back to it now than I would have at the time. I don't know. Because I guess kind of you're right. It, it, like if you look at the evolution between Castlevania 1 into 2 where you've got like this like RPG system and and being able to have an open world kind of. And then 3 really like split stuff up and had multiple characters. And you're right. You're kind of right in some ways. It, it is going back more to the roots of the original game instead of feeling like an evolution. Well, I think that's fine too. I mean, I, I felt like uh, uh, I don't even know if there's an English title, Rondo of Blood. I've heard it called the PC Engine one or the Turbo Graphics 16 one. Like that also was just like a straight Castlevania. But something about that game, I just felt was like really stylish. For all the, all the things you're saying about this game, I was yeah. I think I was probably saying about that game. Where it felt yeah. really like like I was like, yes, this is Castlevania. Oh man, and the music just just kind of sucker punched me right in the gut like just all this stuff i felt like that that game was more for me like wow yeah. you know that kind of feeling um again yeah. i like this game yeah. i just i'm if i'm honest i just kind of felt like it was kind of unremarkable probably probably the difficulty difference is is big for you too like i feel like you like the challenge of those older games uh I, yeah i would have been frustrated with the continue system for sure yeah. Um, but I, I would prefer probably not like a dumbed down experience. Yeah, when you beat it, um, it unlocks expert. And so I actually I switched to the other character and just played a level. So I played through level one. Yeah. I it feels like the same except the enemies are doing more damage or something. I, I didn't that's all I kind of picked up on right away. But like you're saying there was yeah. more Medusa heads and stuff, so probably there's spattering of uh Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, like stage one and two, I didn't have difficulty with. I don't. I never used to continue or or the password. And then uh, I wrote down stage three. I fucking suck at stage three. <laughs> uh, 
I, I died so many times that I'm afraid to use my continues, so I keep using my password. I keep falling to my death near the mummies, the Medusa heads, and even on the boss. Instant deaths are the worst. I'll have to... Maybe I should actually replay it, because I, I, I don't know if I'd have the... I'd probably rather go play something else, but I, I'd love <laughs> to... Maybe I should pull a password to the middle of the game and just give it a try and kind of feel that out. Did you... Uh, I assume you used... I can't remember their names. Kind of the, the whip guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did you even play the other character? No. Eric. So, Eric, okay. The other character's neat, actually. Um... He has a javelin, and it, it works yeah. like the whip usually does, or always yeah. does, I should say, where you, like, you get the power-ups, and it gets a little longer and a little stronger. Yeah. And then he has a little more, like, he can attack straight up while standing on the ground. Yeah. And he uses the same special items. But he has this weird thing. Like, if you remember uh, from uh, the PC Engine Castlevania, as well as uh, Symphony of the Night, like, Richter kind of had these, like, like he could, like, backflip, or he could do this, like, yeah. kick thing. Yeah, so this guy has, like... Maybe a few moves like that. I actually didn't explore it enough. But he has this weird, like, jump straight up in the air move. Yeah. And it doesn't really do anything except, like, it lets you kind of, like, skip parts almost. Like, if there's, like, a large staircase that would have been kind of hard to traverse, he can literally just jump up to the platform. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder, like, you mentioned there was the parts where you had to, like, um, uh, swing on the ceiling to get over, like, a big gap or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this guy would do that. So either the levels are different or there's a, another weird movie he has that I didn't figure out. But, um, yeah, I played through one level with him. Yeah, I read that there's some slight differences in the levels to yeah, because of that. For that, um, yeah, it was it was interesting, but I don't know when it, when I play Castlevania, I'm, I'm playing for the whip. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Symphony of the, the Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Symphony of the Night's like the exception to that rule. Uh, but but I mean, that, I I didn't enjoy uh, what the Dawn of Sorrow and Aria of Sorrow. Like, I didn't want to use a gun. Um. The, there was there was, I don't know. Hmm. Um, I I I did enjoy Symphony of the Night. Uh, I did enjoy um, to an extent. Uh, man, I can't remember the name. The the the, the latest thing. The DS one or the no the the Bloodstained. Yeah, Bloodstained. The the Egavania thing that's not a Castlevania. <laughs> I didn't play it. I forget if I even own it. But I have. I did get the like their like Famicom inspired one. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Um. Yeah, so I died to the boss of stage three about twelve times. Um, Which boss was that? That's the guy that's flying around on the tower, and it's it's because I would like get to him, and I would only have like a couple of hits that I could take, and I was on my last life, and mm-hmm. it's like. Uh, but I I thought it was so satisfying when I finally beat him. Like he's like screaming and exploding, and yeah. I was <laughs> so happy when I finally beat him. Yeah. I love that feeling. Again, I, I didn't have much issue with the bosses, partially probably because I had continues and everything else, but um, I can say from other Castlevania games, that's a very real feeling. Beating, beating uh, I forget if it's, whatever that boss, I think it was Death, but the boss in um, uh, the PC Engine one on the mm-hmm. ghost ship was just like, yes. Or like beating Death in the original Castlevania, oh man, <laughs> that asshole, like, like that's a great feeling. I, I don't know, I just didn't, I didn't have that this time, I guess necessarily yeah. um yeah I, I i gotta just quickly double check that because i don't remember the the ghost ship one i i feel like i i definitely beat that um it's, it's funny we were talking oh, you, you know recently. what you could yeah. s- you, you could like skip through levels in that game though couldn't you yeah i think there was paths you could take or something so maybe I remember you could do level three or four Right. I had to do two and five. I, I kind of I actually don't remember remember myself. We were talking about the game recently, and I remembered it as being so hard, and you remembered it as not being hard. And I yeah. brought up that exact boss fight, and yet you, I think, were reading something yeah, where yeah, someone be- said that was the only hard boss fight. So I might be over indexing on that, but yeah, that was like yeah, yeah. I don't know because I, I played this like mm, a, a decade ago, but I don't recognize this boss fight. I'm watching. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the ghost, the Grim Reaper on a ghost ship. Yeah, that whole level was hard, if I recall. Yeah, same with me. I play, pro- probably played it a decade ago, and I remember, but it was like two days of like hardcore playing and finishing, and then not playing anymore. So, hmm. um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed that game. I've I, I keep debating buying it again because I had it on PSP, mm-hmm. um, which I don't yep. even know if my PSP's battery still works. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I don't know. They they've reissued that in Symphony of the Night on on PS4, and I keep debating buying it. But I also feel like I gotta stop rebuying games I've already bought and just continue playing ones I haven't played before. 
Or you can do what I do and just keep playing the same game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hit them in the comment with this game. Uh, oh, uh, I think we generally have a positive uh, feel for it. Uh, what Would you call it anything you don't like besides the password thing? Um, I'm, I'm looking through... I, I wrote down stage four of the fucking blade after Frankenstein. Fuck. Um, I think that's the stage where there's like these spinning blades and you have to like oh. duck past them or something. There was one Versailles. Yeah. Where you're outside the palace of Versailles and there's these plant creature things and they spin around. Yeah. Was it that? Like that's no, that, that's stage five. That's stage five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I, Oh, so I I did write notes. I said I kept missing the timing of the exploding monsters in this area and dying, and then falling in pits after that. The boss wasn't actually too bad. I only died to him once. Way easier if you just aggressively attack. I kind of liked him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, stage five, the 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 things that are spinning around on the vines in the jungle. Uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't a jungle per se, but the forest or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, the palace, the grounds or whatever. Yeah, that that, that sucked. I. One thing that I I, di- I didn't find them so bad, but there's a there was a a mini boss towards the end of that level that's just like a column, and he keeps creating lasers that bounce around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I really struggled with that thing. Um, I beat him with one tick of health left, and was so angry when I realized it wasn't the boss. <laughs> <laughs> I again. I, I'm happy to, to <laughs> put it on having passwords and whatever else, but it doesn't stick out as a particularly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't have much trouble with the game. I guess. <laughs> I I I got to the boss after that, and I got him down like three quarters health without mm-hmm. getting hit on my first attempt, and then he killed me, of course. And I, I used I I used my first continue at that point. because uh. <laughs> I was I was so done with trying to fight that uh, the whole yeah. rest of the level. <laughs> so I was I was very disappointed because I had a, a, a score at that point that was one hundred and twenty thousand, and and I normally don't enjoy having high scores at all. But I was just like, like, yeah, I didn't die yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Again, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'd pick out any particularly frustrating levels. Uh, I I liked I like the enemies. Um, like you start. Uh, with these like zombies and you, you hit them and they explode into blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. Was, yes. And then uh, like, I don't know, just like the classic Castlevania stuff. Well, I, um, you seem to have an easier time through it. So I don't know if, if you even noticed, but at the beginning of one of those levels, there's like these skeleton things that are flying in the air at you. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, I don't know exactly what triggered it. Like, I think it's like if you hit them in the skull with your whip, mm-hmm. the, they continue to fly around, but they're like pouring blood all over the place. And, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, there's a few parts like that which I like quite a lot. Um, yeah, if the the Super Nintendo one is famously quite censored in the North American version, but if you play mm-hmm. the original version, there's like a lot of like that kind of little nice touch. Like I, something, I, I love the theme of Castlevania, right? It's yeah. just very much me. Like I've always loved like the, you know, the Universal monster movies with Frankenstein and whatnot. And I love that gothic feel. And yeah. I don't know, it's it's just it feels like home to pop into Castlevania and be like, yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah, the the game definitely did it for me there. Um, one thing I didn't like, I don't, I I, I don't like. Um, generally, it's cool if a game has multiple characters, but I like when like on a single playthrough you can hit everything. I hate it when it requires multiple playthroughs to get like everything in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you have like multiple characters, and it's 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 a situation where it's like, okay, use this character or that character, and that's it. That's your character the whole game. Go ahead and play the game. Yeah. I almost prefer they switch back and forth or they're different by levels or something like that. Like yeah. in number three, you had the multiple characters and you could switch between them and you could choose which one to continue to bring with you. Like I thought that was super awesome. Um, in like, uh, uh, the... Ruin? yeah. Or like, uh, uh, what was the bloodstain, the new bloodstain yeah. game, the, the Famicom one that you like, you could have yeah, all yeah, the yeah. characters and then they, you would pick whatever character works best in that section of the stage that you're in stuff like that. Like that's a yeah. lot of fun for me. So like you played through this game, finished it. And now you're like, okay, I'm done. And you're never going to look at the second character. Yeah. You're done. Like it yep. would have been cool to kind of you know have that I I think, but I mean they could have just made the game with one character. So in a way, yeah. it's like well that's a nice touch, but I I just wish they'd done it a little differently. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I I completely understand that. The yeah. I mean, the the bloodstained. I had the same kind of problem with that as I remember having with the Ninja Turtles game on the Nintendo, where like your character dies and then they just you just have to keep going until 
all four of your characters are dead. Yeah, that was dumb uh, on, yeah, so for Bloodstain, right? And so yeah. you'd, like, get to a boss with one of your characters dead, and you need all your characters, so what's the point? Or, like, like you'd, we went at a boss. Yeah, I hated that. I hated that. I actually hated that. Um, you'd be at a boss, and if the character you're currently using dies, you have to restart the boss without yeah. that character anymore. But if you get down to really low life and then you switch to another character, you can keep fighting. So it's this stupid situation where you have to keep glancing up at your life bar. Yeah. And then be ready to switch characters before that one single character dies and bring in the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. Um, Portal of Ruin was pretty interesting because I think that was a situation where you had two characters and, and you were constantly switching between them. And, that was and cool. You actually like needed that. to like use both of them to solve puzzles, a, a couple of puzzles. Um, I, recall... I don't I don't remember the puzzles being complex, but I just thought it was neat <laughs> yeah. that you did have to actually make use of both of them. I thought, tell me if I'm wrong, I recall you, I don't know, not enjoying the Game Boy Advance or the DS one so much. Like, I, I always liked that. It felt, it felt like they didn't feel like groundbreaking games. It felt like they said, you know, let's make, let's make Symphony of the Night for mm -hmm. the mobile systems, woo, and then let's keep doing it. But I don't know, I always, I found them fun games. They were also, some of them were relatively unremarkable perhaps but uh yeah just like this game felt more like the classic mold of a castlevania those games felt just like the mold of that era of castlevania i guess i feel like portrait of ruin was pretty good i felt like um um oh man i hate forgetting i don't names. know the names of them i just call them uh, one two three order order of ecclesia um <laughs> yeah order of ecclesia was really hard they uh, kind of blend together like, in my mind it was like that... you're you're uh of... Soma or whatever. No, uh, it's the one where you're a woman. Um, I, f I forget the word. Um, um, yeah, an alchemist or something, or the alchemists have punished you. Oh, it was. It was like. Yeah. It was very thematically similar to Bloodstained, um, mm -hmm. but the the idea is like you're part of this order, and it turns out they're trying to resurrect Dracula, and you don't really mm -hmm. know this, but it was punishingly difficult to the point where you just have to grind. To gain levels yeah that's uh, the it, worst thing ever yeah so so i mean that's that's part of what i really enjoyed about coming back to this one is i've been after playing some of those recent ones that have the level up system and then coming back to one that's a little bit more arcadey and and you don't ever have to grind you just have to get yeah. through the level yeah and it, and it's like your your reward for killing the stuff is like seeing those occasional like explosions of blood and stuff as opposed to like <laughs> getting to see your character glow as you suddenly have more strength yeah, um. yeah. <laughs> i agree I, I i like that i think that suits the castlevania game mold a lot i mean everyone uh likes to talk about how much they love symphony of the night and i love mm -hmm. it and i think the music's fantastic and it's still fun to explore and everything and it's thematically cool but i i don't know i just found like that one kind of went the other way where like you were never really grinding because the whole game was just so easy Right. Mm. Um, and these very like stage based, arcadey, super hot music, super hard Castlevanias, like you, you're on your toes the whole time. I like that. Right. Like I never really felt like that in Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night, it was just like cool. I'm exploring. This is fun. But yeah, there's no like heart like pounding. Oh my God. You know, I don't want to fall in that pit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, which, eh, uh, double edged sword maybe, but I like. I, I remember getting that sense of difficulty in Symphony of the Night after getting into the inverted castle. I. I, I do remember dying a lot more at that point mm. and, and feeling more concerned about my health, especially I when I replayed it as uh, as Richter. Oh, yeah. That, that's, Richter is a hard play playthrough, harder playthrough. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think the mix of like the save system, uh, where it's not like sending you back to the start mm. of a really hard level and yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, um, that, that took the feeling away. And so did the leveling system, honestly. Oh, this is hard. Oh, this is so hard. I'll just go gain levels. I don't yeah. want to go... I don't want to go grind, but if yep. this continues to be hard, then I will. Whereas, like the game we just played through, you don't have that option. You're just this is as hard as it is. Good luck, right? Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, there's not no way around that if you have a level, leveling system. Yeah. Right. You could take any. You could take like Dragon Warrior One and just like Gosh. grind for forty hours, and then the game, whole game will be easy, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's which is what I had to do, and then I still couldn't beat enemies and. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. One thing that bothered me about Bloodlines, and it's such a yep. minor thing, but like I've never seen a Castlevania game mess it up so bad, mm -hmm. is the the like climbing the stairs animation. Yeah, Did you notice that? Like what yeah. happened? Like every other game, like <laughs> play the original Castlevania. I mean, he's slow as shit. You're like, get up there, man! But like he properly 
like he like lumbers up the stairs and it, it feels kind of cool actually like, <laughs> you know i don't know any like the pc engine one or castlevania 3 or these newer ones and at least the animation is correct like here the character like jitters up the stairs weirdly and i'm just like I... stairs in castlevania are such a thing right like it's it's like a meme right it's like yeah why did they mess it up so bad it's so weird to me i i you know i i noticed that and that's uh-huh. it's the only animation in the game that I I think stuck out as, as not True. working. Yeah. But but I did enjoy the feel of it. I felt like walking up the stairs felt better than in the other games. Yeah, uh, I think they got it really right in the Super Nintendo one as well. So like this one and that one felt pretty good. You could jump on and off the stairs. Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt good. If you use the other character, it's just as bad. Uh, that his animation, animation? Up the stairs. Is, yeah, yeah. He, he like jitters up the stairs in some weird way. They probably did something where it was supposed to be stepping on every single individual step or something, and then they changed the animation or they changed the speed or whatever, so that no longer made sense. And they were just like, "Well, don't have time to redo the animation." <laughs> yep, um, I'm I'm guessing the same thing. I mean, I don't know. It's just a weird, yeah, weird thing. The the other thing I didn't, I guess, the other thing that felt a little jarring to me, mm-hmm. um, since I'm nitpicking, was you can't. Uh, swing the whip straight up in the mm-hmm. air, and so and you also had to be yeah. jumping to do it, which is fine. Yeah. But like there'd be bosses where like the boss is directly overhead. Yeah. I would jump up, holding up, and he swings like diagonal up in the direction he's facing. Yeah. And so like again, this this game was right after the Super Nintendo one, where you had such crazy whip control. Yeah. And they kind of took a direction or two away, like you couldn't whip straight down as well. Yeah. Again, it's fine, but it just felt a little like like why not, right? Um, the second character can do. Uh, down attacks like he can jump and then on the way down from his jump like the downward arc portion he can like do a down attack oh you, you can do that with the the whip too a down uh, attack. oh yeah i think yeah but you had to be you had to be I jumping think, uh, you had to be jumping i think you had to be on the downward arc didn't you i don't, I don't you remember pop up and do a downswing you had to be like yeah coming back down or something i don't know it just felt a little bit different in a way that yeah. i would have preferred maybe how the super nintendo one worked it it felt um, it felt awkward because there was only one spot in the game I remember needing the downward thing. There's like a robot going by quickly on the ground, and you have to jump over him and and hit him. Was that and the boss? No, it was just before the boss with the pillar. Um, I but I I remember my timing with my my coordination was just slightly off, and so sometimes I would I would duck instead of jumping. <laughs> Are you, what's the controller like that came with the Genesis Mini? Like uh, it you know feels me. authentic. <laughs> It does it, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm always, I'm a stickler. I'm a, I'm a D-pad snob, and I can go on and on about. I've gone on and on about how much I hate the uh, Xbox controller D-pad and stuff. Um, I like the PlayStation one with its four separated buttons. I like Super Nintendo with its plus. Genesis with its awful like circle kind of thing going on. Oh man, I just very often I, I'm trying to go like directly to the right, and he kneels or something. It drives me nuts. Um, well, I mean, if and has if... for like thirty years. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have the original Genesis beside me, so I can't actually compare. I was under the impression that it's comparable. Maybe yeah. it's because your controller is so old or and has been banged around a little bit or something. But I, I feel like distinct clicks in in the directions. Um, it's it's a lot like the Xbox, um, like the Xbox 360 D-pad, where it's just not like, like it's very easy to hit diagonal directions when you're trying to. Hmm. Um, actually go straight to the right or straight to the left, uh, at I, least for me. Uh, I, have, I, I haven't used that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah. It, I don't know. It, it, it feels really good to me uh, with the, the Genesis Mini. Um, like, like if I'm holding right and I start moving on a diagonal, like there's a point where I'll feel like a distinct click as it reaches the down button. Um, now so, I'm going to try it right now. No, <laughs> absolutely no distinct click. Okay. You press you press anywhere on the D-pad, and you get a distinct click of the D-pad, and then you rotate your fingers around, and there's no more clicks at all. I I, I if I'm doing it really slowly, I can feel the distinct little triggers happening as as I'm hitting in those other directions. It's it's not like nearly as obvious as it is on an Xbox One controller, um, but I I can feel it. But I've only this is only like the fourth game I've played with the controller, so I don't know if just the years of use make a difference there well you probably remember me i think it was when i was playing celeste like mm-hmm. complaining endlessly about the xbox controller um this was way better than that <laughs> but yeah it's still yeah it's never been my favorite the Genesis controller yeah um trying to think of what else about the game to say i mean i i opened saying it was unremarkable and i'm maybe i'm i i was really impressed with stage six um the final 
Yeah, Mobile. yeah. It, well, I mean, um, uh, I thought it was pretty epic. Uh, I I liked like. I mean, th- this this was a difficult game for me, like mm-hmm. because of the whole continue thing. Like when I got to stage six and I see the text saying like final stage, like <laughs> yeah. and and it's got like some good music and like these Medusa heads are like exploding when you hit them, like they're shooting bombs at you and the bridge is collapsing and stuff. Like it, it all felt pretty epic to me. And then you pass into stage six two, and it's got like this space and time distortion thing happening where that was weird yeah yeah that was probably the hardest for me i don't know if it was the hardest part but i died a few times just trying to figure out what the hell i was doing yeah i I don't i I died on that a couple times like there was medusa heads for that part for me i don't know if they were for you too but yeah uh but that that seemed crazy to me like like having like this split in the middle of the screen that's like offset through space and yeah yeah i thought I, th- I thought that was really cool and then you, you get into the next window and you're up on the ceiling and stuff like i i felt like they were really pulling out every trick to like make this seem like an intense level and i i felt like the the difficulty through the game just was constantly ramping up and, and getting a little bit cool and so i found stage <laughs> six very satisfying i liked it i liked it um i maybe it was a little less impressionable on me uh, I, you know, I really like the last stage of Castlevania three, for example, I, mm-hmm. maybe my reference point is other Castlevania. I yeah. Mean, that's a, like, that's, that's quite a bar. Um, uh, yeah, no, I liked it. Uh, all the things you said, there was a few things actually, I don't know if it was, it was closer to the end. I don't know if it was the last level, but, um, I don't know if they were like trying to show off the power of the Genesis or something, mm-hmm. but like there was like a, there was a tower that you had to climb. It, well, there, <laughs> sure. But there was like. I'm trying to remember there was at one point an enemy that almost looked like it was like the super FX chip or something there. Like, I think it was just animated fairly well, but it just looked really good. Uh, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Is it the, the robot thing? No, there was like an enemy. Um, you're outside. I don't know. You're outside. I'm thinking of the exact part. There's, there's a part in the game where like there's columns you have to whip and then they fall into place and you wouldn't be able to proceed if they didn't fall into place because the gap is too large and you're like outside kind of in the sky on these pillars. I I vaguely remember that part. It's like this giant pillar. It looks like a wall. Yeah, wall. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah th- and there's which was cool actually. And then there was enemies around there that just looked like I don't know, really well animated. I was kind of impressed. A lot of the enemies I I, I liked. Yeah, I think yeah, they just looked good. Yeah, it was it was well done. Um, yeah, I I found the boss of the game difficult because it goes like from death where you have to fight like three mm-hmm. of the old bosses and and they're all weak. It's just that you have to do the different things in a row and i did I you, did, did you did for the, for the harder mode was it the same where like you had the cards that gave you chickens too or pork chops yeah but well there was only one that gave you food okay there was two and when i played <laughs> yeah um there was two death cards and and one uh food card mm-hmm. um and i think it's the opposite for for japan um but yeah. the boss after that i beat medusa no problem and that was a very easy boss, actually. Um, it, was... It, it it was very easy when you know that it's easy. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I thought. Say... Go ahead. I thought the orbs would hurt you, and so I was trying to fight her without touching any of the orbs that are spinning in the air. I did that the first time too. Yeah, <laughs> or the first couple times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't find Dracula too hard. I don't know what your strategy was. I picked up the holy water, and then I gathered a whole bunch of um like whatever hearts so I could use it. Mm-hmm. And his first form, once you get the holy water throwing down, you can beat that very, very easily without taking a hit. Oh, I didn't even use holy water. I I beat him with my whip without getting hit. There you go, yeah. I mean but the whole if you really want to, the holy water makes it super easy. Um you don't even need to dodge anything. Oh, the second okay. form The second form beat me quite a few times because second, it was yeah. just so hard for me to get to him without like being already wrecked. I think it was the hardest one and I think it was it was like he would it was random like usually you could get away with jumping up and swinging upward to attack him but sometimes mm-hmm. he would suddenly fly across the screen and if you happen to be jumping you're going to take a hit right and so like you had to play really conservatively if you wanted to not take hits and his mm-hmm. movement was more random but i felt like like when he did his when he split into five forms and he did a down attack if you knew which one it was you could just stand under him and hit him right like there was a lot of little ways it was easy the third form i found really easy i don't know about you like, I shouldn't say really easy. I got to him a few times. I died a few times, but like, I wasn't like, oh shit, it's this form. It was fairly like you would hit him and he would fly, fly out into the corner mm-hmm. and then he would 
spit those things across the screen and you could just duck in the same place and dodge yeah. it and just repeat the pattern until he turned like more, more redder <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, once yeah. he did that it was simply jumping in the same arc over his fire shot thing and you could get two hits in after every jump and your hit maybe this is where i'm on easy mode or something your hit did like two ticks to him yeah um i found um I, I don't remember this downward attack thing that you're talking about, so I'm, I'm wondering if any of the actual stuff is different. I, I found it was it was tricky for me because I felt like all of the bosses in the game train you to be aggressive. I feel like if you if you go at a lot of the other bosses and just hit them as fast as you can, you can beat them without taking punch damage. But I felt like every time you hit Dracula, he counterattacked, and so it was better to take your time with him. I see. But because I had been trained to be aggressive throughout the whole rest of the game, that's what I was doing, and I kept getting wrecked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would do it. Um, I settled into a pattern of hit, duck in the same spot, <laughs> hit, duck in the same spot. And yeah. then the second one, you can't really do that because his fire thing shoots across the screen. Yeah. So you just have to time it well, and then you can usually do it without getting hit. Yeah, and, and of um, course you had continues, so I'm guessing you got to try him multiple times in a row. Yes. <laughs> no, no, all the way back to Death Medusa, which would be frustrating again. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, no, it was it was all the way back to before the the distorted level started. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> I might not play back through it on hard mode on uh, second consideration. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I I did eventually give up and and used a save state uh, to just let myself fight him because I was so Tired exhausted of trying back. to do the whole level. Um, I mean. That's, I basically had the same thing through via the password system. So yeah, no shame, no shame. Yep. Yep. Uh, I got to wrap it up. Okay. Good game. I, I, I'd recommend it. Yeah. I, yeah it's it's, it's not the worst Castlevania. It's not the worst Castlevania. Yeah. I first, I had this impression the entire time um, before playing it, that it was like this kind of the, the bastard child of the series. And like, it was thematically very different. I felt that a, a, a tinge of that kind of it's more like across Europe or something but not really mm. like it just felt I know you're not using uh, Simon Belmont I know the Japanese name is different whatever but like it, it just felt like Castlevania to me so <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course it starts an ad or something uh, yeah I, I, I that, that was the last thing I need to say was just that th how epic it felt being at the end of the game and hearing that theme which yeah really... yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I had that impression too. I think that was part of the reason I avoided it on, originally was because it, it like reads on the back of the game like that there's two characters and it's across Europe and it, it felt like it wasn't going to be a Castlevania game. But, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely Should glad I gave it a shot. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I'm already being... Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, I got to go. So, okay. Uh, Until next care. time. Yeah, yeah. Good game. Take care.